In this week's podcast, we discuss rent versus owning in areas thought to have affordable housing, what is an approval letter, and do you watch The Office? It's Monday, January 7th, and this is the Mark Van Dellen Housing Report. In housing news, renting has become more commonplace than home ownership in more than half of the U.S. cities since the Great Recession in 2008. That trend has even continued in cities where home ownership is a lot more affordable, like Cleveland, Ohio. Prior to 2008, the ratio of home ownership to renting was 50-50. Now it's 60-40 in favor of renters in Cleveland. Some reasons for this is first, there was a wave of foreclosures in 2008 through 12, which essentially converts homeowners into renters and makes owning a home for at least seven years pretty challenging with the foreclosure on their credit history. Second, with the decline in home ownership in Cleveland, there is less economic prosperity. Home ownership is one of the driving factors in building wealth through equity in their home. With renting, all that equity is lost. Right now, a third of people are below the poverty line, which is up 25% since 2008. Homeownership has tremendous advantages, not only to individuals, but to the economic prosperity to an entire region. For my random observation this week, The Office is one of my all-time favorite shows, and I've recently been going through a Netflix binge re-watching the show. It got me to thinking shows like The Office, Blackish, Parks and Rec, and Modern Family are all originated around the same time and are all shot in that mockumentary style. The characters are aware that cameras are following them as they live their life, and every once in a while will even look at the camera acknowledging they are being filmed. My question is, what do the characters on the show think is the reason cameras are following them everywhere? Take Parks and Rec for example. Creating a documentary about city life in Pawnee, Indiana sounds less than exciting. Same with a documentary about a paper company in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So the story goes there are cameras and mics in their faces for years and the characters never address why they're there? In either case, I love all those shows. So no further complaints over here, but it is definitely something I'm curious about. In my mortgage tip of the week, what is the difference between various approvals? When purchasing a home and working with a lender, you might hear various terminology thrown around relating to the approval status of your loan. You might hear things like pre-approval, credit-only approval, or final approval. Those terms can get pretty confusing, especially as it relates to where you stand in obtaining the loan for your home purchase. To demystify these terms, I'll be quickly going into each term. 
First, a pre-approval is in the early stages of the loan and essentially states that the lender is willing to lend a certain amount to you based on certain assumptions that were stated on your loan application. Trust in your loan officer is important here because the loan officer is looking at your documents and is opining him or herself that the underwriter will approve the loan. The next approval is a credit only approval. This is an approval prior to being under contract to purchase a home. The underwriter has reviewed all documentation and approves the borrowers themselves based on their financials without looking at the home they are purchasing. All that would be left to do for the loan is the appraisal for the home they are under contract for. Lastly, a final approval means the lender has given the final sign-off that the borrowers and the home are approved for a loan and is the final step before loan documents are issued and then funding. That's it for this week of the Mark Van Dellen Housing Report. I hope you enjoyed and feel free to reach out and contact me for any questions that you might have about a home loan. My number is 818-424-4594 and my email is mark.vandellen at homestreet.com. See you next week.